episode 32 of the Utility Players Podcast. We got myself, Fort, Ben, uh, Gravy may or may not pop in um, when he can for this episode, but what's going on, guys? Week one is out of the way. How are we feeling? Oof. Hey, how am I feeling? I'll say, let me go ask. Let me let, let me let you guys explain how you're feeling before you, I say how I'm feeling. Go ahead, about, Fort. You lead off. About mine. Uh, shit. I mean, Dolphins got a dub, big <clears throat> divisional dub. I'm happy about that. The game I went to on Sunday, not so happy about, but it's all good. Fantasy wise, we're all right. We'll pick it up. Not, not stressing that. So week one was fun. A lot of big plays, a lot of emotional stuff. I'm wearing was, 16 more games of this. How was that experience going to uh, – that's obviously not your first time going to that stadium, but obviously a different type of situation with two pl- teams playing from not Jacksonville. No, that, that was my first time there. Uh, I haven't been to that oh, stadium before. So um, pretty nice stadium. Um, it was maybe like 60 70% uh, capacity. But, bro, I think that's the worst game I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play. <laughs> I'm over here hyped. I'm like, yo, I'm about to see Rogers. Like I'm forgetting about all the other playmakers. And then this man just like, I don't know what he was doing. He said, fuck it. But I mean, it was cool just to be there. The game is a lot different speed. I've been to a lot of college games. So it was cool to see the pros. Um, that was only my second NFL game I've been to. Um, so it was definitely a change of pace and I'm going to go to some bad games. What was the environment like there? With COVID, um, wise, everybody's pretty cool. I know it's Florida, so it doesn't really bro, matter. Anyway. Like you just walk right in, like <laughs> there was nothing. <laughs> there. So, like literally, just walk straight in. It was nuts. That's um, pretty much like Iowa yeah. now. I rarely see people in masks or anything. People just are like fuck it. Yeah, my boy came up from South Florida, and like he got out the car. He's like, "Yo, do I need my mask?" I was like, "Nah, we in DeSantis country, baby." Wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, West. For real. That, that that game was so wild. And Green or Aaron Rodgers has screwed me and over many NFL seasons <laughs> in different ways. Bears, big, yes, being a Bears <laughs> fan. But he continued to screw me over more this weekend because I lost two parlays. Mm, uh, parlay. Two of them. One of them for pretty decent money. We're talking over a grand winning because the Packers lost. Damn. Both of those, I took the Packers. I think to cover, I, or to, I think the line was like three and a half, maybe, when yeah, I took it. Was, it was not a And lot. then I wasn't even watching the game, but I go and look at the score, and I'm like, let me do a double take here. Does that say <laughs> 21 to what the fuck? Yeah. Seeing the highlights, flipping back and forth, and then, you know, I think the biggest fuck it play was Aaron Rodgers. I know Fort, you and I were talking before this, but – that second interception where he basically was like, fuck it. I'm going to see how long I can throw this ball. I mean, he just chucked it up. Yeah. He just didn't even care. And so do you, I'm wondering, you know, the NFC North, not one team won a game. So that's, that's interesting. Guess good for us. But do you guys think green Bay, all of the off season stuff that happened this year, especially with Aaron has played a part maybe into that locker room. Cause they looked terrible i mean Jameis winston looks like the mvp in that game <laughs> for real was it just me or did you feel like you know i had red zone on and a few other games it was either teams looked really good or really bad there was kind of no medium you know in in between that and even the the wildness of monday night football where 
it was just, I mean, that can't even count as a, almost a game that was a, a, a simulation video game that like times a thousand. But like, I felt like a lot of teams that, you know, like Green Bay, um, Atlanta, not saying that they're going to be the cream of the crop, but like, it was just, it was, it was either high or low being played. Uh, not the best quality of football this Sunday. I don't know if that was me or kind of what I saw. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That that's uh saints Packers game. I mean, the saints looked ready. They looked ready for that to answer <clears throat> your question, Ben. I, I definitely think that it had some kind of impact because like, it wasn't Rogers that was just off. Like Devonte was off. Like uh, Aaron Jones was off. They they didn't look, you know, as as they normally do. Maybe it's just week one, not playing. You know, they thought they were going to play in a dome. Now they're playing outside. Whatever the case may be, you know. But uh, you guys play them next week. No, they play the Lions on Monday Night yep. Football. So yeah, definitely a bounce back game. But yeah, not not getting as many reps early on in the. You know, in training camp or whatnot, even though you've been playing together for a while, that still uh, makes a difference. So I think that human yeah. element, you know, at the, uh, going from thinking it's going to be, you know, that was two weeks of preparation. We might think, you know, they're professional. They should adapt. But it's kind of wild playing a home game, not home, kind of figuring it out. You don't know what happened behind the scenes where, you know, you don't know if their hotel had to get figured out or something like that. But definitely both teams were uncomfortable and one team showed that they were ready and one team showed that they forgot what time the game was almost Yeah, like 133 uh, passing yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions got me minus 2.68. I lost. Was it, was that maybe Aaron Rodgers worst game of his career? It has to be. There's, there's no other worst game, right? Like I can't believe it. No, it, it definitely is. Cause I saw some wild ass tweet that said like, if you throw every pass into the ground, it's like a 32 <laughs> uh, QBR and Aaron Rodgers QBR was less than that. So, yeah, yeah. like I was t- I, like I was telling you before this, that's the worst I've ever seen him play. And that's the one game I go to. <laughs> Damn. I, uh, I think, well, two things. One, I'm wondering if you guys think, you know, preseason has been reduced now to what three games virtually the starters don't play even at all in preseason, exactly. especially if you're a veteran. I mean, you're not touching the field. If you go to the training camps from like years ago when we were watching football, a lot of the training camp stuff used to be a lot more mandatory than it is now for folks. And I understand the 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 injury factor the being over, you know, worked, you overtrained. That's coming to play, too. But do you I feel like that also has a negative effect because these first couple games almost are like a training camp preseason type style because, you know, that game, and I agree with Ray, many of the games I've watched, people, teams just did not look in sync. Some teams look like, okay, man, they're ready. Other teams look like, hey, I mean, is this week one of preseason here? What's going on? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's all factors. I think you can, you know, all variables, all factors are taken into play. I think you laid it out pretty well. Um, the human element of not being feeling like you're ready. Should uh, COVID happening? Obviously, things happen during camp where you, it's not a normal camp, just like last year. It's affecting. It's showing uh, maybe because 
basketball is pretty straightforward. You're playing eight to 10 guys. LeBron James gets the ball. You know, it's a different sport. So those guys don't need to be prepared as much, I guess, game the game or, you know, they just go out and figure it out. Baseball is more of a team sport, but more individualistic. You know, one guy's up there, one guy's pitching. Uh, Football, you need everybody in sync. Um, Also, the fans are back, too. Yeah. Yeah, like that's another thing we didn't even adjust for. I know. Yeah, like, so, I mean, it's going to be fun a season. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. super – I'm so excited for Sunday. You know, in my current situation and life that I've lived in, there's been a lot of uh, – you know, there's been not a lot of time to enjoy things because this has, like, been more – let's say more work than I thought it was going to be, you know. You just don't know what you're in for. Yeah. Um, now you understand why dads love, love – like, we always loved Sundays – but yes. like now as fathers, it's a different oh my type gosh. of day, right? <laughs> Dude, I just, that was, I geared up so hard for it. And I'm like, I'm going to try to get her fed and eat here. And like I lay her on my chest so she'll chill out and watch a game with me and did that. But um, I'm super excited for this season, you know, especially with the fans. Like it just made me super excited. What I am not excited for is the Sunday night game. Um I don't know if you guys watched, but my Bears, my Chicago Bears played. And although there were some bright spots, I'm not going to jump all over my team week one. Um, a couple of things I'm, you know, pretty worried about. One, coming into this season, I was a little worried about the defense, especially our corner situation. Our corners are not looking good, but that game was terrible on defense. Our defense looked like trash. We couldn't get any pressure on anyone for what we have. Uh, our corners could not stop anyone. I mean, Matt Stafford had everyone open all game. And Eddie Jackson, look, man, you know, <laughs> we paid you a bunch of money. Broward. I love you. You're an all pro, um, you know, great player. But you didn't really play well last year, to be honest with you. If we have to really say it, you didn't play last year. And that your his performance in game one was dog shit. I mean, he couldn't tackle anyone. He let receivers just run by him. I don't know what he's doing. He's got to get his head together because he's our defense is really going to struggle. And the whole Justin Fields stuff, I know they had some little design plays to get him in there, which was exciting to see. But if you watch that whole game, our offensive line is what we thought it would be, absolute trash. And so I don't I mean, I don't want to put Justin in because he's going to die. I mean, he's going to, you know, uh, Zach Wilson got sacked, what, five times? And I'm afraid of how many times Justin can get sacked with our O-line. We didn't look pretty. I know it's week one. Um, it's either that or the Rams are that good, and they might be that good because Matt Stafford, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford, honestly, would be a good bet. Shot of life, MVP, right? As an MVP this year. I mean, they the Rams look so good. They're playing the Bears, but, you know, hey. Um, what else kind of shocked you guys? about the first week of the NFL from a team. I thought that Arizona and uh, Tennessee game was going to be a lot closer than it was. Chandler Jones took over. And, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray got off. They did their thing. I thought it would be a lot closer. Maybe just need a few more games for Julio to get used to that offense. Derrick Henry didn't really do as – predicted so yeah yeah i thought that game was going to be a lot higher scoring or at least more competitive yeah on paper you would think that would uh that would be a shootout obviously cardinal scored 38 titans 13 but and lamar uh, fumbled twice yeah i know 
This is my uh, fantasy bruh, team. Come on, Ty. Yeah. As soon as that game went to overtime, I was like, fuck. That, that was such a wild game <clears throat> because by itself, it was a wild game. I wish I didn't have any fancy implications on it because it kind of took away because I was rooting for something that had a 1% chance of happening. So it kind of <laughs> ruined the moment for me. But the game itself was, uh, you know, that's what entertainment of, of sports is on In primetime Vegas, television. Too. Yeah, it was In Vegas. Like, it was incredible. It was almost like you want to, I'm not into, um, uh, I guess uh, things are set up the way it is. You know, the referees were in <laughs> on it, but that was like, what they're uh, trying to make this game longer. They're trying to get more alcohol in these people, whatever it is. But uh, that is kind of in that button at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. It was kind <laughs> of a perfect first game in Vegas. You yep. know? The fans, yeah. <laughs> like, it was a Vegas like a, game. It was a circus. That's exactly yeah, what it exactly, was. Yeah. Yeah. Me it, and Ford had uh, had Lamar going late, and I was up on his last rush of the game, which we when we thought they were going to win, I went up point three, and then they you know shit happened, and he got the ball back, and he fumbled, and if he I mean if he doesn't fumble or he d- doesn't do anything on that he doesn't drive, do anything <laughs> he I win, and I and then in the other league I had Josh Jacobs that kind of went out on the last drive, came back in, didn't get the ball. They gave it to him. They didn't want to score. Give him the. T- I was like, I, instead of going, I realistically should have went one and one on in two of the leagues. I went zero oh and two, and I went one and three, one and two on the week. But like, that's what fantasy is, man. It thou taketh and giveth, and it oh, takes yeah. more than it gives. For, that's for sure. I'm, Absolutely, dude. I was zero oh and two in fantasy this week, and it wasn't even my games weren't even close. I got ass. I got the curb stomped in my face twice. You know, once by one by my brother who I played this week, but yeah, I had Lamar Jackson in one of my leagues. He's my QB. And so that, you know, was iffy there. Who else I have? I had Derrick Henry did nothing for me. Mike Evans did nothing for me. Yeah. Mike Evans went to sleep during the game. I didn't. Oh my gosh. I thought it was an iffy pick anyway, because Tampa Bay has so many offensive weapons and especially I'm like, how's AB going to do this year? How how are him and Tom and Tom really likes, clearly likes that connection. You know, in the end zone, too, you always got that Gronk threat Gronk, there. Yeah. And so I was worried about the Mike Evans pick, you know. but um, Especially with Brady. He spreads the ball around everywhere. Yes, I know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not spreading the ball around, though, did Darren Waller have 210 targets last night? Because it felt like <laughs> to me that he did. I felt like he was every, the only one catching the ball. Like, yeah. every time I looked up, it was always I him. I think it was like the first quarter. It's like Darren Waller, two catches, uh, 11 targets already. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Just wait till they start connecting. If they, bro, if they get that timing right, that's gonna be scary. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I agree with you. The Titans thing, um, that shocked me a bit. I thought the Bills would play better than they did um, there. Other than that, you know, if we you go into NFL every NFL season thinking you know what team is gonna be good and not good, and then the NFL is just so different. It just kind of, you know, week one surprised us all. Hey, what about the Giants, Ray? Let's talk about the Giants. <laughs> the Giants did exactly. I would watching the game. It was like watching. I thought it was last year. It was the same type of. Was it a typical Giants game? Yeah, and it's sad because um, we've added so many players, not only on the defensive end but on the offense. You know, uh, offensive line always gets criticism, but I looked on the. You know how they have advanced stats nowadays on the O line, kind of like percentages of blocks per whatever it is. If it's good, I pay attention. If it's bad, I pay attention. So that's all I know. Um, Our offensive line had a great rating overall. 
Um, and yet we still lost. So you can't blame the offensive line anymore. It's play calling, it's execution. Daniel Jones fumbling the ball, um, you know, with an attempt to put up points, only down a score or two. So like, that's the little things that same, same old story last year. We were in, out of 16 games we played, we lost what, nine or 10 of them? In those yeah. nine or 10, because I looked it up last year, I think we were, we were within a score in the fourth quarter of like every one of them but one or maybe two. So like we were in games and I thought, all right, next year, Daniel Jones will, you know, have a lot more experience. We're building that unit because we have a bunch of new guys all together in the last couple of years. Same story. Didn't It shocked me, but it didn't because it was like, all right, we got a lot more work to do than we thought. So back at it on Thursday night football with uh, Washington, who must win. <laughs> week yeah. two, must yeah. win. Like, week two, for real. That's how I felt what with the you... Dolphins game, though. So, Hey, the Dolphins game is good. You know, that, that division might be, it'll be <clears throat> like interesting that. to see. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting, exactly like interesting to see. When is the Giants going to fire Jason Garrett? Because, you know. Me and my boy like were just talking about that. Jason Garrett gets jobs that he should be fired for years ago, and he still has that job. Yeah, that Cowboys job he had for him. way longer than he should have. I don't know mm. what he's doing behind the scenes, but me and my boy were just talking about it. Who's a Giants fan, and he said that we have Freddie Kitchens on our staff. So, um, I would, I don't think they wait till halfway through the year. I think they, they give it probably the four, four games, three games, and maybe they demote and promote, or you know what I mean. So, because Daniel Jones been in the league now three years, and he's had, you know, two head coaches two head coaches, so many offensive coordinator every year. So you don't want to change too much and then create more, but I think a, a promotion and a demotion would be nice to see. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I thought it was a good NFL week one. I actually can't wait for a Thursday now to watch more football. Yeah, um, man. Uh, one, one thing I did want to say about football uh, wise was, the uh, the Iowa State game on Saturday was extremely painful. Like it is every year when those two play. For some reason, we no matter what we do, no matter how how, how high we rank, no matter how the season's supposed to go, uh, we cannot beat Iowa ever. I think that's a sixth straight loss. So, um, but the you know shout out to all the Iowa fans out there. I'm not going to hate on you. You guys beat us fair and square. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Yep. Yeah, I seen you guys had a good setup. Gravy sent the picture. You guys had uh, what friends, friends and family in the garage. Was that right. yours or was that was somebody else's? No, we situation? we went up to my in laws' house and my my brother in law. That was his house. Um, watching the game there. So it's funny because if you, <laughs> this is gonna sound super stereotypical of Iowa. Um, if you would ask me like how people in Iowa watch multiple televisions in when having 10 people over it's exactly what i would picture garage open like lawn chairs you know <laughs> yes. basketball hoop like it's just a lot going on but it's yes that's exactly what i pictured and that, that was just the there there was also the backyard stuff going there was a volleyball net set up <laughs> um but that that is totally iowa the, yeah. Iowa's a big garage you know type place so you'll uh -huh. On the weekends, too, especially in my neighborhood, if you you know drive around, a lot of people have their garages open, like chairs out. People, it's an extension you know, of out. your home, but, yes, which is good. You use up definitely you know, every inch of your, of your home. home. That's you know, good. so it was it was good. You know, shitty, shitty, shitty loss. So. Hey, 
Uh, let's, and then the only thing I had for NFL was really kind of the injuries, obviously. Um, you know, if your team survive, you know, the Giants got a loss, but then they didn't have injuries. So I kind of look at that as, all right, all right, we lost, but at least he wasn't, you know, um, you know, compounded. We had the running back for the Niners. Uh, I always forget how to pronounce his name. Is it, I call him Mozart just because. Mozart. Uh, isn't it uh Mostert? Mostert? Yeah. Mostert. Yeah. So yeah, I keep it I'll keep it in Mozart. Uh yeah. I have him on my fantasy drafted 94 overall out for the year. Uh Detroit Lions had a cornerback go down. Uh, anything major yeah. Fitzpatrick's out eight weeks. Uh Cam Newton. That leads me into, you know, does Cam either call them and be like, hey. Or obviously, I'm sure Washington football team will do their due diligence. They don't always make the right choices in general. But. Yeah. Cam will get a job. This is what you see yeah. every year. Injuries start to happen. Someone's going to have some need, you know, that you'll see people pop up here and there. Injuries, the Ravens got depleted, but those two running backs were still good. You know, NFL, man, it's the NFL. Yeah, that's why if I'm a free agent, <clears throat> I love that. Um you know, if I'm a free agent that like Cam or somebody that got released last minute, I want to, I, instead of signing with the first team that calls, I rather, you know, sit back and wait, you know, injuries are inevitable. You know, if you're running back and you know, you're healthy, you're good to go. Just wait until somebody goes down and get into a situation where almost you choose it in a way. Um, Same thing with a quarterback. I mean, it sucks because you need preparation in weeks, but just wait because eventually you could get into a really good situation. Look at Jameis Wilson, Winston, you know, came oh, into dude, New Orleans. MVP of the league right now. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> did anybody think he was going to throw no picks, dude, let no. alone five interceptions? Did, uh, did anybody check any of their fantasy leagues to see if somebody started him? Oh, no I'm sure. No one started. Well, in our league, league, our one league, you have to score, uh, start two quarterbacks. So, ooh, two yeah, quarterbacks, that's a different, two QB league, different mm. dynamic there. It's, uh, it sucks if you're if something happens where you drafted poorly and you're just scrambling. That means just scrambling every week for a second quarterback, which is the last thing you want to think about. But it adds yeah. another you know dynamic, or it could be really good. I got um in that league, I got Rogers, which bad. He'll never do that again. But I got yeah. um Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. so I got those three, which is pretty good. Yeah. in that league, I like it. Hey, another shout out I wanted to give about week one and Ray, you're not going to like this, but the Cowboys kind of impressed me in their game and Dak, dude, shout out to Dak. He came back. He looked so good. Um, Yeah, man. You know, without much camp, without much camp, often injury of last year. So yeah. Yeah. Impressive. So that division is going to be crazy right now. It's, I mean, that division is going to be crazy. What is it? The AFC? Is it the AFC East. North? NFC? AFC oh, the Giants? East. NFC East. NFC East is going to be. And the yeah. AFC East are, are going to be similar. Is, yeah. They're going to be similar where, you know, the division, both division winners could win eight or nine games, just like sure. kind of last year, where it's, uh, it's not pretty, but, um, for do you buy, are you going to buy, buy us some more time on the Zoom call here? Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay, I figured. I figured you look locked into something. I was, I, yeah. was hoping, I was hoping I seen three minutes. I was like, oh, we better figure it out. Um, uh, any other, you know, any other football, fantasy, little nuggets? I'm sure it'll come up during the pod. Just kind of nah, going into week one stuff. Me. I just hope my fantasy teams do better next week. 
I started off the week playing somebody who had AB and, uh, um, damn it, uh, CD Lamb on the same yes. team. So CD is going to be nice. Yeah, I got yeah, CDs late in in one of my leagues. Yeah, see, is that was that 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 uh, league that you sent to Travis was like? Is everybody on like drugs in that <laughs> league? Is that a ten man? Because it seems like a ten man league. No, that's the that's a twelve man league. It's that's not twelve man for it. That's that's the one that you're in with me. <laughs> Wait, that's your team? Yeah, that's my squad. I know. I'm gonna look at yeah, it go, now, but go take go take a look at it. I'm stacked. For real? Baby. Yeah, we're about to go all the way. I mean, I got the 12th pick in that league, so I didn't have much to work with. I thought I pulled up some good miracles, but damn, that league is stacked. That team seven, is yeah. Seventh seventh pick too. Just for the record, just so people could put it in perspective, he's got Matt Stafford, Sanders, okay. Edmonds, Metcalf, CD Lamb, Kelsey, Thielen, <laughs> and then on the bench. He's got uh let's he's got, got a Debo. solid bench. He's got Burrow as a backup. He's got uh Deshaun Watson, he's got Debo Samuel, uh, Marquise Brown. Yeah, you, geez, bro. <laughs> That's why I was like, because I never looked at your team. You told me to look it in. I, I think I told you I'll look it in a little bit. But I was, oh, man. Yeah, you, I mean, as long as you don't have, if everybody plays 14 games, 13 games out of all those guys, yeah. and, you know, nothing major. I put up 171 points, and that was with Debo on my bench. Because I was mm. like, do I want to start Debo? Do I want to start CD? Bruh. Do I want to start Thielen? <sighs> like, you know, I got options, baby. So it's, it's a good problem to have. I've learned in fantasy that you can't live off the guy. You'll always have one guy on the bench that does well. Like that's, yep. you know, that's sure. going to be by nature. And, and you're always going to tell yourself or try to convince yourself, I almost put him in. But like in general, you probably wouldn't yeah. have put him in. But it's easy no. to say that to <laughs> That's You're always I'm gonna have a guy trying to so. sell him high right now. I need a, oh, I need a yep. significant RB one. My RBs are straight, but I need that top running back. So if you're gonna I make mean, trades, you make them early on to hopefully sell high because in football exactly. that that window could close real quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, for sure. I lost Gus Edwards, so I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the shop for running backs bad. So. Yeah, that's that's usually what everyone needs. Just load up <laughs> as backups. Assume someone's getting COVID. Assume somebody's going to be out. Like, yep. get the third if you have to. Like, if there's nobody to pick up on the wire and a third string running back for whatever team, just pick them up. It's worth the yep. the probability is like five to ten percent. But yep. when it hits, you just you basically just won the waiver lottery. So that's yep. what I try to keep in mind is there's a couple guys in there that could make you win win a league. You just Got to get fucking lucky, man. I know. For real. We upgraded the Zoom, too, by the way. So Oh, good. We, we could talk right. our shit for a minute. I was cutting it close. I was getting nervous. I was trying to figure it out. And then <laughs> they, they almost got me. They're like, we're just going to bill you 149 for annual. I was like, wait, no, no, go back. I need the and, monthly uh, shit. Don't try <laughs> Yeah, that annual always gets me. It's like I could save $10 or I could cancel whenever I want. I always no, like to – I'd rather overpay a little bit and cancel when I want. Because six Me months too. from now, I do that with yeah. NBA League Pass. It's like $27 a month or like, let's say, $150 for the year. But I, what I do is I always cancel at like the last game, last week of the season. Because what they do is they continue to bill you even when the play, even when the playoffs start and you're not using oh, it. Nah, yeah. I found nah, that out nah. the year before and I was like, nope, I only do it. And if you do it only five months of the year, which you need it for, it comes out to the same, if not a little yeah. less. 
Yeah, yeah, that's how I do. Yeah. I like to I like to take control of things. That's like I don't like auto pay <laughs> on any of my bills. My wife would be like, For "Why real? don't you set up auto pay?" I'm like, "No, I will pay the bill when I want to pay the bill. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna have someone. I just like to know because then you know why? Because if I have auto pay, sometimes I forget that something is there, and I'll, I'll yeah. have anxiety Ooh. and think like, "Hey, did that bill get paid?" So I'd rather just have the the know with all to go in, pay it, then I know. So yeah, a lot of yeah. companies try and get you now giving with you, the five dollars uh, off, ten dollars yeah, off. That's smart for them discounts. because it's like yeah, oh, they know so they're smart. gonna get their money. They're Most I'm, people I'm, set it up. Ninety to I'm gonna throw out a wild number, but it's probably accurate. Ninety uh, percent of people do not pay attention to their monthly bill that is on auto pay. They don't look at it. They, their Guaranteed. cable bill, their phone bill, bro. You know how many things I look at yeah. and it's, it went up or went down, whatever. And it's just like, it, first of all, sometimes it's at, like, right. And it's, but people don't even know they could be charged something or um, discounts run out after a year and you're on your mm-hmm. 13th month. And then it all of a sudden it jacks up to 50 and you don't realize it till four months later. Yeah. Like, that's, so that's, that's where truth, it bro. does get. Yeah, yeah bro. I, I just I found that out with that, Especially working in retail with discounts and, and monthly bills. Like what you said is just like, you hit the nail on the head. I'd have people yeah. come in. I'd be like, so how much is your bill? You know, normally and they're like, I don't even know. It's on auto pay. It just gets paid. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's me know yeah. what I'm doing now. I think I'm going <laughs> to start a side business of like budget, helping like budget fr- family and friends. Like, Dude. I'm um, like for free at first, like, and show them how much I could save them. Cause I know mm-hmm. so much about those little things that most yep. people don't want to even put effort into. And what do people normally want to do? They spend money on things they don't want to think about, especially yep. finances. Hey, I could pay somebody $25 this month and I don't have to think about it. And I'm thinking of doing a side hustle like that. Cause I'm really fucking good at it. You should. Yeah. Bro. yeah. yeah. You absolutely just, should. just start and like promoting it on like, yeah our Instagram page or on the page. page. Yeah. yeah I'll start with family it. or friends, yeah. like a few yeah. of them for free just to like promote yeah. it and be like, dude, I just sold, saved her $200 without even her like changing anything. And so, then you can make yeah. like a discord chat and then you can start making like, <laughs> All right. like yeah. man, I'll come like to you as my manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not costing you, Ray bro. money to do. He's got to pay a manager, yeah, a publicist, right? you know, like, in you know, I'm in debt and I'm like, fuck this thing. Yeah, I was I'm supposed the, to show I'm, people how to get out of debt, not get in debt <laughs> myself. I'm the same way. I look at my bank account probably 30 times a day. Oh, same. Yeah. And I know how much money is coming out everywhere. I know how much money should be in that account at every single minute. And so when something is not, it's off to me immediately. I key in. I'm like, what the fuck's that? You know, Woo. Yeah, I'm telling you, I wasn't good at math in in school, but when it comes to that financial money's math, don't fuck with your money. Oh man, I see a dollar and ninety eight cents. I I I trace I trace it down. Look (laughs) at Venmo's coming in and out. What was what was it? What was it? I know. And then oh, you know what you realize too? These um monthly subscriptions like Hulu's been going up a dollar every year. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. (laughs) It's about to go up Mm -hmm. in October. Inflation. If, I know. If, if you're listening to this, October it went up because you got it on auto pay. You don't pay attention. It's going from uh, twelve ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine or eleven to twelve. But yep, going up a dollar. Disney just went up a dollar. That's how they get you. They get you in for like fourteen ninety nine. You get a package. Three years later, one day, you're paying twenty. One day they're going to do the Netflix thing <laughs> where they're going to say, "Hey, you were paying nine ninety nine. Now you now it's nineteen ninety nine. Fuck off." And you're like, "Damn it! I'm guess I'm going to pay this now because it's Netflix hey, and I can't in. get rid of it." Bro, that's what Xfinity uh, taught me on YouTube. I told last week, 
I saved $150 a month, but just by doing a little bit of TLC to my bank account, you know, making sure yep. I'm looking at it, comparing. And then I looked, and then you guys, I asked you guys a bunch of questions and it's the best thing I've done this year. 2021, yeah. I changed my cable provider and it was the best thing I did. I don't know how like boring <laughs> my life is, but I'm fucking stoked. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he also got Dog, that's I'm so high. That's that's one of those things I, I like to do. I like to print out like my bank statements and go back yeah. and look at that he's, shit. He's you get a highlighter. Like a highlighter. I'm like, what the hell is yeah. this shit right here? I remember this charge. He's on the phone, pacing up and down the driveway, and be like, "Hey, who is this?" And they're like, "Fort, you were here. We have you on video." You know. Yeah, my Screaming. kids are either gonna hate me that I'm so like neurotic about that, or they're just gonna naturally have it in them. Hopefully, I don't have to teach them. They just have my neurotic behavior because I'll be checking their bills until they're like 32 years old. <laughs> yeah. Again, though, with kids, I know you guys feel the same way. I preach it all the time. There should be better money education for kids when they're younger. Yep, it should taxes. be like a requirement in school. I mean, yeah. that's what my mom did. My mom, when we were kids, made us start doing when we were in high school, made us start doing her taxes every year to learn. And so then nice. I've, I've never paid anybody to do my taxes. I've done them all myself, you know? And so, uh, but nice. I think, you know, that's, that's rare. I think kids should, it should be like a high school, junior high yep. requirement, money management, maybe how to invest um, stuff like that. Learn about credit, credit, for, especially. Yeah. Cause yeah. motherfuckers turn 18, go to college, get a credit card before they know it. They fucking thousands of dollars deep in credit card debt. Cause they don't know yep. about it and they're in college mm-hmm. and they got student debts and you keep the cycle going. And that's just how, get fucked up yeah i'd say four topics that come to my mind that if i knew i mean most of them i just learned in the last year and a half and and then all of it i learned in the last five years was credit stocks uh taxes and you know what goes into owning a home you know whether it's uh, interest whether it's you know insurance and and i'm learning all of that now and i've been introduced to it for the first time some of those topics like only a couple years ago and i'm about to turn 32 and it's like why? Like uh, most of it is, 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 you know, you could say education or depending on what, what family, you know, obviously then you had your mom, your mom showing you like, that's rare. That's yeah. no one has know, their mom man. doing the practicing uh, their kids yeah. having uh doing taxes. So it all depends, but education is what are we learning in school that we can't yeah. learn one of those four topics at all. That's crazy. The one thing that's going to affect you probably more than anything else. <laughs> those four times. Well, three <laughs> like, topics. Yeah. Take out like, stocks, but those three, we all yeah. got to do them. If if when when Veda goes to elementary school and she comes home and is like, I'm like, what do you got for homework? <laughs> and she's like, uh, you know, she's like, I got to do this cursive. I'm going to take that shit, walk right back <laughs> into that school and say, what is this horse garbage? Cursive? cursive. Who fucking cares? Cursive. Everybody types everything out. No one's even going to need to write anything. Why don't you teach her yeah, how to use a goddamn real. card? Or financial, what some accounting, credits and debits, credits, credits and debits. And it's funny because cursive, <laughs> we were kind of, I guess we were the last, I don't know what generation after us learned it, but I, I got by not learning cursive. I cheated my way. I don't know how, but I never learned oh. how to do any <laughs> of it. I, dude, I did the yeah, same thing. Yeah, it sounds crazy, I thought, but I don't know how to do cursive and I only barely know how to sign my name. So I got dude, past Ray, that one. Same way. I remember in <laughs> high school, them trying to teach it. Or no, not even high school, but as a young kid, then trying to teach it, and I would be thinking, like, what is this nonsense? Am I in like a am I in like a Shakespeare movie? Yeah, is this art? Why the fuck is do I ever need class? to write like this? I write like this. This is how I'm supposed to write. Why all of a sudden I put some fancy, 
you know, squigglies on it. Squiggly lines do the, on do it. The, <laughs> do the Billy Madison. They're like, Z, Z, Z. <laughs> are those R's? Those are Z's. <laughs> um, that's, and what, at the end of the day, you know, education, we've mentioned it a lot, isn't preparing you for the future. It's what's going on right now. You know, they're yeah. so behind where it's like most of the things that I, all the things I learned, if not um, the things that I thought I was going to use in marketing and business were obsolete by the time I graduated, you yeah. know, or tried to get a job because everything was computerized or, um, you know, dip, social media wasn't around as, or as big in 2011 when I graduated, it was yeah. only what, a few years old. And I'm talking like IG, Twitter and all that. And then now oh, shit, yeah. I mean, you Facebook. need to know if you don't know that, you're screwed. And how do you yeah. learn that after college? You teach yourself. So like we're back to square one, teaching yourself. All yeah, those people I that I went to college with had to teach themselves social media. They didn't learn it in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Facebook came out like my sophomore year of college. That's when it, I think it first came out. And I remember it being super weird, but um, me is a person who actually kind of doesn't believe in the value of college anymore for the most part, mm-hmm. like for what I went to school for, I mean, everything I do now, college didn't teach me anything, none of it, yeah. not one bit of it, nothing. I taught everything else, uh, what I do now on my own. And Thanks. I just don't know in the 21st century when we have the best college in our hands at every moment, moment we can teach <laughs> ourselves anything that we want so at funny. any moment. What's it's the so value of it anymore? That. Like, I don't <laughs> see a value in it anymore. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm not, I know people, parents save their money for their kids' college. I'm not saving a dollar for yeah. Beta's college. No, I'm not, shouldn't. I'm not, well, I'm not saving any money for it because My, uh... I don't see a value in it at this point. Unless you're going to be, uh, let me take that back. Unless you're going to go something targeted, like you're going to be a doctor or you want to do something like that. I understand. But if you're not doing anything targeted like that, I think school will involve more like to technical schools like they are now yeah. where you want to be a, a cybersecurity person. So you go to learn specific cybersecurity type stuff, <clears throat> but the, the basics of what like we went to, you know, business marketing and all that, that'll still be there, but what's the value in it anymore? I don't think there's any. Yeah. It's so funny. You, you mentioned that because just the other day, my buddy sent me this like link that the university of Miami is doing this, uh, this program, this class where you can sign up and they'll teach you about crypto and they'll teach you about blockchains and they'll teach you about all that kind of shit. And I replied back to him. I'm like, bro, I got Twitter, discord and YouTube. What the yeah. fuck do I need to pay for something Dude. that's all online? And how like, old is the professor that's teaching <laughs> yeah. this? Exactly. Like, exactly. Above right. the age of 50, like and probably, how much money yeah. are you, how much money is it costing you yeah. that, you know, that you're going to be in debt forever. Um, yeah. it's just, you, you kind of see the corruptness of the system there. You know, yeah. the, the money game. It's a, it's that a big old way game. is dying though, in a good it's way. Gone. I think this pandemic taught a lot that you don't have to go into school to learn. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, nope. online colleges have been big for, you know, 10, 15 years now, but like nobody really had to have to do it. You know, it was like, yep. oh, you go to Stanford. Well, you're online college right now. So yep. I guess right. seeing that has been a lot uh, of good. There's a, I think there's a lot of positive to come out of the pandemic. As long as, you're alive yourself, uh, you, your close family, friends are, are doing well. That's a success because I think we learned a lot from this year yeah. and a half and we're going to still learn because nothing's, nothing's going back to normal. That word normal is yeah. not a thing. There is no normal, normal. This is norm. Hey, yep. I got breaking, I, I got breaking news about what? the, um, you know, how we were talking about, uh, classes for like taxes and yeah. credit and all that kind of shit. 
Uh, they just announced a professor for the taxes class. It's going to be AOC. So uh, everyone huh. come in and tune in. <laughs> Tax the rich. <laughs> Jeez. I thought don't this was miss- some legit breaking news for a second. I'm like, oh my god, is this? Don't, what is? Don't this, miss Ray? the first class. But uh, Ray, I agree with you there. I, the pandemic, you know, changed. It changed me in a way. It made me value and devalue certain things more, and like what maybe really look at what's important and what's not important. Um, and then I think it showed everybody a lot of the bullshit waste that we still do in day to day life, or we did do before, that really is unnecessary. And you helped us utilize more tools that we have for the better. I mean, especially I understand people going back to work and I understand that that's necessary in a way, but also you see how much wasted time that I used to have by going into an office every day and how much more time I have to get work done. And especially with, you know, my work that is like, everybody has seen that now that how much actual work it's done more than it did before. If you're in yep. an office where you have that opportunity of those distractions to, to, you know, get lost in something else. Yeah. And you're proving right there. I, the thought of my last company that I worked with was, you know, you have an office of 30 people. Um, if we all worked from home, how many people would slack off? The, then, yeah. then they did exactly what they should have done. They'll fire themselves yeah. or, or you'll realize who right. isn't needed because if you're not competent to have an opportunity and a job, that's good. And obviously the job that we had, the company that I worked for, uh, the opportunity to make a lot of money was there uh, or always present, but it's all about, you know, kind of what you put into it. Um, if somebody doesn't want to work when they're home, that's fine. Get rid of them. Find somebody else. If your opportunity right. is so good. And that's what I didn't like about the, my last company was we all knew that it just obviously companies like power, the control, and they want to monitor you. So uh, that will go down as time goes on. Cause companies will realize we can't fucking watch these people all the time. It's just not mm. productive, yep. but um, yeah, I'm happy for that point of view because it gives me confidence. I don't want to, Oh, my goal is to not have to work until I want to um, again. Uh, so hopefully I could continue to have different streams of income, have different entrepreneurial, you know, companies and or ideas that just keep coming in. You know, the traditional get a job, work there for 30, 40 years. That was dead 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's not existing now. Now you're lucky you could work for a job or some type of career type job for five years. That's a big deal. 10 years. Yeah, yeah that's right. I told told all my employees this every you should be constantly and consistently looking at what you want to do. And if you're at somewhere more than five years, you should re-examine your self-worth and to see if there's something else out there for you. Because after that you can get stagnant at what you're doing and then the company or whatever you're doing can you can be devalued because they look at you as like a security blanket. Yep. So when you're devalued, you know, compensation maybe isn't there as it used to be. The challenging aspect of you being challenged in your work to try to do something different. And then as you stay longer, that's when you get into those, you know, I would say like our parents or my parents where they've been at the same position 30 plus years and they're how miserable are they? They're like, I can't stand this place. I'm like, well, why have you been here 30 plus years? You know, <laughs> like go, there's tons of things you can do out there, you know, just, you just got to go do it. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that was how I was getting at my past employment place i was there for a long time and i just got to a position where if i went up like how i wanted to it wasn't going to be worth 
my time and my effort and everything like that, it was just going to drain me from everything else. So I just had to look for something else. And my mom always told me the best time to be looking for a job is when you already have a job because yep. you don't want to be stuck, you yep. know, trying to find some employment when you don't have anything. Cause that's not the way it's yep. not good. I've been there, done that. And I mean, like Ray said, you gotta also try and find other revenues of income, like with social, with social media, like, and everything, there's, there's so many ways to make a few extra two, $300, $400. And like, for some people that could be difference between paying their car note, difference, paying their house bill, whatever the case may be. Groceries, you know, food. Exactly. Yeah. An extra 200, $300 makes, makes a difference. Yep. So. Yeah. I feel like it's two things for me personally. Um, I've always been since a young age, whether it was like 16 or 18, I always had confidence in myself that I'll figure it out. And I feel like every challenge in life, and I've had many of them in my, you know, adult years of work and living and not living, not at home. First of all, if you got to have confidence in yourself that no matter what happens, right, you're going to figure it out, but also feel confident in yourself that you're learning every day, like we're doing, you know, I feel like the three of us um, also including gravy, the way we talk in our group chats, um, yeah, we talk a lot of silliness, but there's some there's some good stuff in there that we're always yeah. trying to educate ourselves on and putting good people around you or having good people that contribute to that, you know, that yep. aren't always, you know, that are, uh, what do you call it, withdrawers and depositors in your life? Like, yep. if you have a bunch of fucking withdrawers, you know, they suck the life from you. But if you got a lot of, like, yep. friends or family members that are constantly giving you information, maybe you're not attuned, like, obviously, the the, the crypto and the... and um, Ethereum, all that stuff. I still don't <laughs> comprehend or understand, but I'm always open. I'm always reading what you send, you know, trying to be like, cause one day I might, it might click for me and I'll be like, yep. that's what for it. Yeah. And I'm fucking all in <laughs> like, yeah. let's go. So uh, yeah. that that's important in my life to not only have confidence in myself that obviously in January I got fired. I kind of knew it was coming, but it was the best thing to happen to me because it put pressure on me. And sometimes you need that, you know, like you that kick in the ass, like, You've been riding a wave of walking into an office for 40 hours a week, just thinking, oh, you're going to get that paycheck and you're going to make those sales. But it's like, all right, put a little pressure on yourself and you get better. So yep. grateful for I that. I can agree. agree with everything you just said 100%. That's exactly you know how I feel there about everything. Um, yeah. Preach. Preach. If anything new on the business end of, of like, um, you know, money-wise – uh, I know me and Ford had a good <clears throat> conversation. What was that episode uh, 30 when we were, we had a good like 20, 30 minute conversation about some money shit, but stocks are still down. Um, yeah. The iPhone 13 that was just announced today. Fuck me because one of the stocks that they thought they were working with one of the companies, they, it went up like a dollar something over the last mm -hmm. week. So I cashed out on it and bought it GSAT. Um, and then it came out today that they're not using that company and they fucking tanked. And I'm like, fuck again. Damn. Just when I was yeah. up again. So that's the constant game that I'm playing with every day. Yeah. And that <laughs> isn't that that's a, uh, I mean, the stocks and crypto, the markets are, they, they operate similar, similarly. This crypto is just more volatile, you know, so volatile. what goes up market. must come down. <laughs> yes, right? I know. And it's just, but you also see that, I think a lot of it too, um, like stuff that gets said in the public space, Twitter is a big thing. You might hear things on Twitter, um, Wall Street bets, anything like that, where yeah. it can pump the price up of something or 
the rumors go out there. A great example is, I mean, if you are in the crypto market, you see the the Walmart Litecoin press release oh yesterday. Gosh. That yeah. was fake. And that then if you fake. look at look at the price, dumped it right pumped after. way up high, and then and then uh, like literally an hour after they were like, "This is fake," you know, the price fucking tanked of Litecoin, and shit like that is where it's so frustrating. Dude. Yeah, I got to listen to my own advice. And obviously, we all get greedy. Like today, I was watching a stock. I like cashed out three different times on one stock. Made not a lot of money, but I was just like trying to get anything. Um, And I told myself, just wait for it to drop. And what does it do? It goes up a little. I'm like, buy back in. And what does it do? Like an hour later, drops a whole dollar. And it's like- Yeah, I gotta, I gotta know. Every time you get a little greedy, and it's like it's See, gonna go back down. Stop trying to buy. <laughs> it's, it's the same. I know. That's why I'm a big. I've been through those ups and downs as yeah. like you, Ray, with the stock market and everything, because you get so antsy. You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna be able to get this at a great price. Yeah, I gotta and, walk away. Know, do this. That's why for me, I like had to switch up what I was doing and just say, hey, what is my set plan? What's the goal I want to achieve? in this certain amount of years, what's my set plan? How am I going to get there? And like literally stick to that set plan always. So I don't deviate from it. Like 95% of what I do is just stick into that plan to see that right out. And then I'll keep a little, you know, 5% there to kind of play, to try to find those, those, yeah. those, those big ones that are like, Oh, I'm going to pump a bunch into here, see if it can go up a bit, get bit, sell it and, and do that. But there's That's like how I a, operate. Yeah. Otherwise, I get There's too a, stressed out, you know. Yeah, I was like, earlier today. <laughs> There's a few yeah. Discord chats that I've seen that they have like 30, 40, 50,000 members, and like they'll just find like damn in one group this, chat. Yeah, they'll find like this random ass like shit, shit coin to like pump, and they'll pump the fuck out of it for like an hour. That's why just cash out. Yeah. See, All that's the game, and that's what I gotta know that in today's stock market depending on what stock obviously it's so volatile where you do have a bunch of people like young people like us or in general like making these stocks go up and yeah. down and most likely after going up they're gonna come yeah. down so i have to it's not looked up. as it was like 20 years ago like yeah it's a different with, game that's with, why all these old heads media. hate it yeah all these old heads are like they're ruining like, our thing this yeah. is yeah. our thing how everything because like, we can't make money now you know, right. we can't make money now. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah people want instant we, gratification. We, yeah, we've made what they've been doing for thirty years look too easy. So, yeah. you know, whether it's right or wrong, I'm not saying we're right in how we're doing it, but like, it's discrediting discrediting a lot of these old heads. Um, yep. Yeah. And now they're getting upset that they didn't get on the crypto wagon and they're trying to tax the fuck out of it. No, fuck you. <laughs> Leave yeah, my shit alone. <laughs> Leave my fake money alone. <laughs> um, I operate <laughs> where I operate on it. Like there's going to be some sort of taxation at some point. They're just, mm-hmm. they're just will. Um, it's like social no, media, I'm, how there's eventually going to yeah. be regulation with that. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. They're um, already starting to like yeah, monetize and Twitter and shit. Yeah. No. I, uh, yeah. Crypto market. It's, it's doing pretty good right now. I'm just, I'm heavy into it. I'm just super into it at the moment. Sticking to my plan though. Sticking to my plan though. You got that one number. Yes, I do. That Solana, that my, that Solana I bought a long time ago really paid off, you know, oh, really yeah. paid off. And so, I was looking at that for a while. I have mine chilling in, in a wallet. It's just being staked right now. So yep. it's just, and then, so keep making money, boys. Speaking of making yeah. money. Last week, we didn't have Bet the Fort. 
he he went zero and four and and just ducked our text messages that he For said real. he was going to have picks. But uh, we're going to kind of force you if you don't have picks now, you better you know go on ESPN.com no, I got, and start I got looking for I got a few picks. I was looking at nice. them. Um, right. yeah. Week off. Sometimes you need a mental health week. So yeah, yeah. you know. And we, we got, got some it. UFC too. I don't know. Not too many main. And I looked um, to see if anybody recognized. I didn't recognize anybody on the card for UFC. Um, I, I didn't look at it. I can look at it now. Um, but I was looking at a little bit of soccer, Champions League uh, oh, tomorrow. Yeah. A little bit of Champions League action. Um, I'm I'm definitely taking Liverpool over Milan, so we're gonna do that. Yep. Now, um, now with they, soccer, now that we know we could do ties. We'll yeah. Just, no. <laughs> are we doing just <laughs> win loss? First, first ninety minutes. First ninety minutes, baby. Yeah. Because that's okay, how good. most of the you know betting websites go. First yeah, you, you have the option of doing that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then um, I didn't want to – there was a few other games, but I didn't want to take anyone that's playing. And then uh, I'm going to take Dortmund over Besiktas. How the hell you say mm. that? Even Usually though they've lost those are some Russian games. leagues. I don't know, but was it Man United today played the Young Boys? Young Boys. Did you see the that? Young Boys, yeah, they lost. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. And that's wild. Hey, what else? What's the, you you what's want the, any I'm football? Gonna, what you do, want? Yeah, I'm gonna take the Thursday night game. I'm taking the Giants. Please. There you the go. Giants. It's Washington football team minus three and a half. The Giants money line. Fitzpatrick out. Talk to me. Who's who be QB in there then? Heineke, I think. That's who they brought in, right? Yeah. Heineke. He yeah. was a backup last year, last week. Yeah. He played in the uh in the playoffs against Brady. He was balling out though. Mm. Mm. But I don't know. Yeah. Give me Give me the Giants on Thursday night football. All right. And then if you have any more throughout the week, obviously, because now sports are heating up. If you see anything that you like, we'll throw it on the gram. You know, this is uh once we get into end of September, October, yeah, NBA, football, soccer, golf always, whatever we got. And then obviously we got some good <laughs> we got yeah, some good October's. boxing matches coming up coming up too. Usually boxing's uh hot in the um in the summer, and then they do it uh, big time in the fall too. So, we'll have some good boxing matches. Sweet, yeah. All right. Well, what other uh, topics? Uh, what's trending? Kind of what's on your mind? Anything random? Did you guys uh, watch the the Peyton Manning, the Manning Bros. Cat last night? What'd you um, think? I, didn't see I, I know Ray was it. talking about it, bro. I um didn't know what was going on. Well, I knew because of social media, and I was I had a couple things going on then i turned it off on halftime and five minutes in i was like i should have been watching this the whole time yeah they're just because first of all they're they're brothers and they're they're like it's funny because those two type of guys stereotype again white guys that are like have been almost privileged their whole life that are very like you know whatever however you describe they're not supposed to be that funny and they are because they're not trying to be funny they're just like naturally like brothers chopping it up you know, yes. insults. And Eli's pretty fucking funny, though. Like, his whole career, he didn't show any humor at all. Like, post-game, whatever it was. He would show it with commercials and stuff, but you still didn't get it. And now that he's retired, dude's a genuine – he's got a lot of personality. Um, I thought that was brilliant. I hope they do that every week. They probably won't. But, man, get rid of the the announced team because I, know. I, yeah. I just can't watch it anymore. It was great. Dude. So I've learned so much about football from those two hours. 
Oh my God. I'm glad you said that. Cause I'm this almost the identical situation. I didn't even know I was doing stuff with baby shit and I didn't even know it was on. And then I saw on Twitter, somebody talking about Peyton Manning um, and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh damn, I found it. And I started watching it a little bit after halftime. And immediately I was like, this is incredible. Like, incredible. you know, this is incredible. He had the little Same ass thing. helmet they on. Taught- <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they taught you so much. You know, about I wish it. I recorded it because I want to go back and watch the first half. Yeah. They, you know, someone, Derek Carr would throw a pass and, or something. And then you see Eli's face like, and then they would make a comment and they'd be like, oh, I bet. And then Eli would go, you know, coaches always say, coaches would be like, oh, this and yeah. that. Or you run that out round. He's like, but that guy's going to be down, find out down the field. The way, just- they, the way they're there, they have a different language quarterbacks, mm-hmm. obviously to each other. They're like, they're talking, but they're, they could be talking another language because the things they think about and how they're able to like, I have ADD, I think, or probably like where they're watching the game. They're doing some type of play, like reading something. And then they're taught, like they were just doing three or four things at once, like effortlessly and flawlessly. Both yeah. of them. Like I they know. were doing an interview thinking about a question, then looking at the game. It was nuts. It was like hanging out here in the lab and just yeah. watching the game and just shooting the shit. Like it was amazing. I, know. I hope, I really hope they do it again. Yeah. You know, I, it was so awesome. Like I really hope they do it again. It'd be great. We need to do something like that. Like, uh, like Barstool does or did with that they would have, be like, awesome. games. We, we should yes. do that. Maybe we'll get yeah. together. We'll figure out what, and I'm down. even if there's two viewers, it'll be good to watch a game with you guys because we probably never will. Or if we yeah. do, it's going to be very few and far between. But like, if we do something like that, that could be really fun. Yeah, I'm I feel, totally down. I feel like I got uh, nothing going on except shitty diapers. <laughs> we we need to get the the Twitter popping, and that's mostly on me because when you do when you got like 600 followers or something on Twitter, you can do Twitter Spaces. Ooh. Mm. And then you can just have everyone get in there and just talk shit even like you said if even if it's only like three or four people everyone uh-huh. can just talk you can just have a bunch of people talking so i can do it yeah, on my I'm personal twitter i can do spaces on my personal twitter and then we just log in from the pod link it up join the space join the space on there yeah sweet so, yeah that's taking over that's what a lot of people are doing on um with like crypto and nft shit they go on these uh twitter spaces and they have like sometimes like 200 people on here and it's only like you can only have up to like 11 speakers. So like you can choose who talks and like some people are just dropping free game, free knowledge. And but most of the time it's late. It's like 2 a.m. I just yeah. sometimes listen to that shit and see what the hell these people are talking about. But most of the stuff, it's good stuff. So sweet. Yeah. Um, you can do something like that. Couple trending things that I had uh, right before we jumped on. Uh, Norm McDonald, the comedian, yeah. died of cancer. Obviously, he was battling it for nine or ten years, which it's. I, I always, you know, it's sad that, but it also tells you what type of, you know, there are people out there that don't have to put everything on blast and get that pity party, you know, um, like um, I always forget his name, Black Panther. Um, yeah. You know, he had the cancer for like three years, yep. never talked about it, whatever. Um, yeah, he was young. He was fifty something years old, fifty three or something. Yeah, he's it's uh, super sad because he's super funny. I think his uh, I watched one of his last comedy specials he had made a few years ago. I think it was called called the title of the comedy special was called Hitler Had a Dog, something like that. <laughs> but it was that dude is super funny, one of a kind, and it's super sad to hear um, that he passed away. You know? Yeah. What super was he sad. in? Um... Not Billy Madison. He wasn't uh, Billy Madison. 
Yeah. It was Billy. Yeah, he's in. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, he's happy, one of his I'm friends. thinking Happy Gilmore, but it was yeah. Billy Madison. What I was thinking about. Yeah. I just seen a, a clip from it after I was on Twitter. After he, they, I seen that he passed and just kind of crazy. He's got one of those faces where you go, I've seen him somewhere, right? And then you, yeah. If you looked at what he's in, he's like, I've seen every movie he's ever been in, basically. Right. Yeah. No. Damn. Um. And then the uh, one of the things I seen recently was does does um. McGregor try to go to events. <laughs> Does McGregor try to go to events and start like he'll look at either he devises a plan to be like, all right, who's going to this event? All right, I pick him. Or he just looks around and the first person he just he just has to be trying to knock dudes out. What is wrong with this dude? I, he oh I don't gosh. know. I don't know what's going on with that guy, but he's starting to kind of annoy me in a way. You know, from from all of these antics, I'd rather him just shut up and try to beat somebody for for a, for a second. And nice. I think it even annoyed me a little bit more. I again, I don't even know if it's true or anything why it happened, but it, I, I read online the reason he was so angry is because he tried to get an autograph and MGK didn't give it to him. <laughs> he would not. You think McGregor's trying to get uh, an MGK autograph? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. If that's it, then it makes oh it even God. worse. So I don't MGK's even know. MGK's only but... relevant because of Megan Fox right now, and exactly. everybody. Speaking the, of Megan, all the Fox. girls are online oh, on Instagram. Right. All the single ladies are yeah. hashtag relationship goals. They're all posting like, that. Get over it. For, with, like yeah, all the single too. girls. All I need this. The, I want this. It's like yeah, bitch, Travis Barker and uh, Kardashian. And <laughs> like, yeah. yo, they're almost forty, bro. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? They're gonna be broken up right. in a month, and then they're gonna <laughs> be like, what? like oh, yeah. good goals you had, you idiot. <laughs> the bar is low. The bar is super wait. low these days. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I can't wait for the 2024 number one NBA draft pick to be her next boyfriend. <laughs> for real. It's a joke. It's a fucking it's a joke, joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking kill me. I'm just making a joke. Uh, and uh, then yeah. that's it for me. I just wanted to know why McGregor and MGK were fighting. I didn't I didn't find any uh, speaking, answers. Speaking of that, uh I saw this from, from Ben. Uh Jake Jake Paul wants to fight uh Masvidal. Like, I hope so, bro. I hope that happens. That'll happen that that'll be end for that'll be the the one that takes Jake Paul down. <laughs> I feel like every like four or five episodes we have this thing where we're just like this person is gonna take Jake Paul down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I hope that doesn't I mean, go long on for too long. <laughs> he's finally fighting an active fighter, and so yeah, make it happen. You yeah, know. please. That would please be, make it happen uh, in Miami too. Like make that shit yeah. in Miami. Ooh, it'll pop off. I'll definitely go to that if. Yeah, that'd be fun. No, that's it for me, boys. I'm just, you know, I'm getting used to that dad life out there. You know, that's kind of what's consumed me as of late. A lot of shitty what's diapers. Been, what's been the biggest difference? Time. It's like you can't. Time. It's hard to get. So, like, you, you try to get in like a set, try to get her in like a set, you know daily eating feeding like schedule, schedule that so you yeah. can then figure out like okay i can try to put her to sleep now so i can get some shit done but it doesn't go that way and we so one of the guys i play softball with he had a young kid and he was like if you're let me give you two apps that'll change your life and he was like one of them's called the wonder weeks and so i download that and it's been great because apparently it takes you through what babies go Plug. through they, they go through they go through what it's called leaps and they have like 12 big leaps in their first few years of life and each leap 
something different happens and they tell you what like to be prepared for the signs of it and like leap one which she's supposed to go to with through in the next week or so they describe it as imagine you going to sleep at night waking up opening your eyes and you're on a complete different planet with people you've never seen before and you don't know anything about this planet that's exactly what happens to the baby and then during that leap she's gonna cry more sleep less eat more be more clingy, all of that. We, I'm not going to lie. She might be going through this right now because, <laughs> you know, sometimes she refuses to be put down. You know, she wants to be held, you know, right? she, as a baby, you just don't get it. You don't understand anything. Like, oh my yeah, gosh. You're a baby, but like, right? you look go at, back and like be a baby now, but with what we know, <laughs> they're not know, thinking, to, but they're just I like stared. confused. Imagine being confused all the time. I know. And if you, if you like, I stare directly at her face all day long and like, she'll start crying. You can like see her tongue doing the thing. She closes her eyes. I'm like trying to calm her down, but I'm like, what is it? Like, what is it? And it's the only, it's just the only way babies can get what they want. And so, but they, yeah, just she cry. goes from zero. She'll go from sleeping to level 10 in less than a minute out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And it's like, how do we get her to calm down? Like she gets so overworked, like calm down, calm down. So you're racing to get food, you know, trying to get bottles. Trying to get all of it. Yeah. You're trying to, trying to get, there's only three things that that you can do. Like, it's like they either change your diaper. They either have to eat or they're tired. Like that's it. After those, there's not a fourth. There's not a, when you're that young, there's no fourth option. It's like, just stare at her. I know. But then. Like one of them's go to sleep and then you think, you know, oh my gosh, she's been up since 3 a.m. And it's three in the afternoon and she has not gone to sleep. And yeah, you're like, and you can see it on their face, like crying. And so that portion of it, you know, that portion, guys. <laughs> I'm exhausted just listening to this. <laughs> that's been, that's been fun. But it like, I don't know, it's totally worth it. Cause each day you're, you're like hanging out with her and you see her change. She's changed each day. You start to see her. She notices like, the other day she was laying on my lap and she had her hands out like this, you know, and she like, I think she saw her, her hands or saw something because she was like, what, like what are these things like, like this with her hands, you know, That's amazing. <laughs> it's just, and her, her eyes are opening more. It's just, I don't know. It's amazing. It's just a, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a, it's a lot of, it puts a lot of things in perspective and it's a lot of responsibility, you know, cause you're like, I'm a, charge of taking care of this person you feel a lot of responsibility being like hey i want to make sure i can i do the best i can for you to help you know hopefully set her up for for good things in her life and so that's you know just what we're dedicated to and then trying to sleep when she naps you go through half your life being a selfish motherfucker which is normal because human beings as a species we're selfish no matter what right Mm -hmm. and You know, by nature of like, I need to eat so I can feed other, whatever it is. And then the the second half of your life is I don't go a minute without thinking of someone else in a right. in, in the best way, right? In like a non, in the total polar opposite way. It's it's a fucking wild trip. I can yeah. imagine. It's crazy. I I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I think it's amazing. I'm enjoying it's it. Not- it's just, you know, it tests you. Um, but I think that's part of being a parent. That's why, yeah. you know, I, I think about, our parents and my parents going through these last few weeks and being like, okay, I see, I, I understand some things more now. I didn't understand before, <laughs> I guess, or things make more oh, sense, 100%, yeah. yeah, you know? And so then it's like, okay, now I realize why my mom had all those rules. 
She's trying to keep me from not ending up in jail or something like that. You know? right, well, not to right. get not to get a little morbid, but this is where I think adults or parents and or parents take the turn can take the turn for the worst. Meaning if you're not and you are and you're an, a prime example of what I'm going to say is if you're not mentally fit, uh, responsible, have your own shit together, which you you strike, the, you check all those boxes. Most people don't. And then yeah. you give them a child that they have to, not only do they not have those boxes checked on them themselves after being selfish for 30 years or 20 years, you have to do it for another life. It's like, yeah. this is why people resort to bad actions or substance yep. abuse. And, and you need to, if you're not Dude. mentally fit before and you know, you're having a baby, you have 10 months. That's it. You got yeah. 10 months to figure right. that shit out because it's once that baby's no out, what. you're live. Reality is going to smack you in the face. And that's funny because Emily and I were talking about that last night because, you know, I think a lot of the problems that you have in any society boil down to parenting. You know, a lot of the kids didn't have parenting. We were watching the show where it was, you know, my wife is a special needs behavioral teacher, high school teacher. So she deals with kids like these all the time. And then one thing that she notices is a lot of them don't have parents or have, you know, bad situations. And that really can affect them going throughout their life. And so, and then we saw a commercial for, remember the MTV show Team Mom? I, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness. How the hell can a teenager have a kid? Now, having a kid, I'm like, I don't, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I don't know how they, how teenagers do it or have done it. And many have, but it's like, wow. At that point in my life, what I was at that age, I can't even imagine trying to take care of what I'm dealing with every day with her now. Like I, I can't even imagine it. And so, um, yeah, a lot of perspective, a lot of, a lot of reality perspective things hit you and be like, okay, I get this now, you know? Um, and like, dude, you get this overwhelming feeling of, you know, sometimes she like coughs or, you know, she's thrown up a few times or you're trying to burp her and she's like, you almost choking. And the feeling over me, I feel like I could lift up a car. Like right? I'm, ready to, That's crazy. I'm ready to go. It's just this overwhelming. I'm like, the adrenaline is just rushes over you. You it's can't just, even prepare crazy. for that. You can't even like no. manufacture that feeling because that's something like impossible to duplicate if you don't have obviously a child, but like, yeah, I know what you mean, but I still don't even know the feeling. So I can't even yeah. like, I get picture it and be like, I don't, uh, I still kind of don't know what you mean. Well, That's you guys awesome. are going to get there someday. And you're going to be incredible parents. Yeah. The only thing else, the last thing I'll say is I can't wait till she can actually talk to me. I'm just going to say it. I know it's a long time away from now, but I really can't wait till she talks to me because sometimes she looks at me and I'm like, just say it. Say what you're thinking. Say what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm glad you're the guinea pig of the group so I could, uh, you know, live vicariously through you with none of the repercussions. <laughs> if, it was, yeah. if it was one of us four, I'm glad it's Ben. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The like best 100%. advice I give anybody is somebody gave this to me and it's truly the best advice sleep when they take naps because you don't know when the next time you're going to be able to so <laughs> for real all right yeah. well the uh kiki wanted to know for how's your fantasy team's doing i lost oh and two i don't know who that is but one of my I leagues aiming score 100 points <laughs> <laughs> and how many you're in two ben and I'm how many two. you in four I'm in three. I'm running. Yeah, I'm in two. three as well. And I do a, a yeah. weekly fan duel, so it's technically four if you do the kind of for the whole season. Yeah. 
Yeah, Kiki yeah. crushed it in that Yahoo league. I, I don't know. I she, mean, she got the first. Yeah, she got the first pick. She dropped like two hundred. She had Amari Cooper, CD Lamb. Damn. She, I don't know who else she had. She had Russell Wilson. Her her team just spazzed out. So Damn. it's week one. She's though. riding a wave, but yeah, it's first week. Humil- uh, the the humble pie is right? served to everyone throughout the yeah. season. Nobody yeah. goes yes. escaped. I'm nope. trying to go to Dolphins Colts week four. So let's get Should it. Yeah, that'll be in a few weeks, right? Yeah. Nice man. October third right, well, or some shit. Let us wrap up on that. Uh, that's episode thirty-two. Um, I'm gonna post um, our predictions for the season either tonight, depends on if I get how high I get when we get off this, or tomorrow morning. So I'll post that so we could, uh, you know, have it on the page and hold ourselves accountable, and then uh, you know, tell uh, tell all your friends about us, more yep. viewers, tell more. your friends. Tell your mom, tell your auntie, tell your uncles, your cousins, the ones you haven't talked to in a few years. After listening sure. to this episode, we either made people money or saved people money. I think uh, yes. I think we did right. a good thing I'll today on episode yeah, three. No, no one's right? losing money unless you take Bet the Fort last week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on that note. Peace. Peace. Peace.